69 on the first paragraph of page 69. It goes, we reviewed our own conduct over the years past. Where had we been selfish, dishonest, or inconsiderate? Whom had we hurt? Did we unjustifiably arouse jealousy, suspicion, or bitterness? Where were we at fault? What should we have done? We, get this all, we got this all down on paper and looked at it. In this way, we tried to shape a sane and sound ideal for our future sex life. We subjugated each relationship relations to the test. Was it selfish or not? We asked God to mold our ideals and help us to live up to them. We remembered that our sex powers were God-given and therefore good, neither to be used lightly or selfishly, nor to be despised and loved. Whatever our ideals turned out to be, we must be willing to grow toward it. We must be willing to make amends where we had har done harm, provided that we do not bring about still more harm in doing so. In other words, we treat sex as we would any other problem. In meditation, we ask God what we should do about each specific matter. The right answer will come if we want it. All right, hopefully that gets you started on talking about something. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Uh, Paul, alcoholic, nice to see everybody. Well, <clears throat> it's pretty self-explanatory. This is the instructions for the sexual, uh, the sex instinct part of the inventory. Yeah, and the sex inventory is a little different than the resentment and fear is because there's almost sort of like a fifth column, which is what could I have done instead? You know, after you looked at what happened and then giving you information, negative and positive of what, to, what you would like to grow towards as an ideal. And obviously it's larger just than the sex relations. It, be, it becomes a principle in all your relations, yes? So it's a pretty clear instruction. You're at the, you're at the page, you're gonna do the inventory. You put the person or the people that you harmed pursuing that sexual agenda, let's say, yeah? And a lot of times it isn't just with the person who you, uh, had sex with it's like the mother or the father or the kids yes uh, and your kids and your wife and stuff yeah so you look at uh sort of the collateral damage in your instinctual drive to get what you want now in my experience with the sex inventory it was cool when i did it it showed me that my most of my uh outlandish behavior concerning sex was really searching for self-esteem yeah and that was that was pretty uh eye-opening uh, because uh, obviously what i was based on all the shit i was doing i wasn't feeling too good about myself and one of the ways i did feel better about myself is if a very pretty woman would go horizontal with me so to speak yes that would give me, oh, I must be okay if she's, you know, allowing me to hang out with her. But then, you know, after four days or something, I would see she had a beauty mark on her left cheek and then something would trigger it. And she wasn't a sufficient enough uh, source to get the self-esteem. So I'd have to be going out there again. 
Yeah. So basically what drove me into uh, in the sexual behavior was really seeking self-esteem. I was trying to sort of uh, throw a little uh, add to the debit I was creating, so to speak, every day. It was a losing proposition, you know, but uh, it's almost as if you're trying to run a giant wave. You just, you're going to lose. It's going to catch up with you. So that was pretty cool. So the inventory, and then I, with all the information there, I could come up with a new ideal of how I would like to be concerning my relations to other people. Yes. And so, and then the thing is, is the, the willingness to grow towards that. And you ask that higher power to help you as we do in all the situations in recovery. Yeah. So I think it's a pretty clear uh, description of the, the, the mechanics of the inventory. The thing is, if you do it with, when you share it with someone else, obviously one of the great aspects of doing an inventory is it produces an answers that's not yours, yeah? So when you do the inventory, you see a situation in a different light and usually that different light uh, <laughs> is much clearer than the old light. So um, yeah. So the sexual instinct inventory has the four columns like the others done based on looking at what happened or what you feel is going to happen or what, you know, did happen long time ago as it affects the instinctual agenda premised on that self is running the instinctual agenda. Yeah. And it's funny if you do an inventory and the manifestations of self, the common ones, our resentment, fear, harming, harming other people in the pursuit of what we want. You'll notice that whatever the head takes to be important, its manifestations are there, yeah? It's a pretty good way of recognizing the tree from the fruit. You see that, uh, you know, my self-image, I'm not willing to surrender and turn over. So there'll be a lot of concern and anxiety and resentment for how you're thinking other people are viewing you and all this yeah you got to put two and two together yeah and then you start seeing truly through the manifestations of self doing the inventories what has defeated you and what could be defeating you right now yeah? and hopefully hopefully you finally see it as other than you yeah because how are you going to be free as it that hasn't worked, yeah? Maybe the freedom is from it. And I don't see how you can see yourself distinctly different than something if you keep calling it you. I just don't, it doesn't work. So there's gotta be a point where maybe how I first got the inkling of that was entertaining alcoholism and my behavior as a disease-oriented behavior, yeah? And that brought some relief, it really did. Yeah, it brought about, I wasn't so much in that state of punishing myself all the time when I got sober, because I saw basically what I did to people I would have done to anyone, unless you could physically stop me. Yeah? And so these things started to bring a little bit of space and that space allowed me to see what was inhabiting the space, which is self, yeah? 
when you're obsessed with self, the space is full of it. When you get some space, you see it, yeah? So I saw what I'm not and how it defeated me by doing the inventory and sharing it in the fifth step. And then what I saw and continue to see, because now it wasn't a particular manifestation so much, it was the pattern of manifestation, yeah? I, I, I started to see the pattern of how self-defeated me. Instead of being obsessed with the particular event and, you know, and putting all my attention on the moving parts, I saw the pattern. So it wasn't Sheila, Bill, Jill, and Joe. I saw the, the role self had in all the defeats, yeah? And where did that lead me to? It led me to the possibility I could be free from it. Yeah, and so it's been, yeah. I mean, this, uh, this isn't like the principle in my field, in, in this experience has been com completely convinced, yeah. I'm not in the act of becoming or entering into the belief that self is foreign to me. I'm, I'm convinced self is foreign to me. I am completely. Yeah. And it's been that state for quite a while. And I believe a lot of what's available available to me today is based on that. I do. I can, I can, it's not a very zigzag line. Yeah. It's very clear the recognition as self, that which is defeating me as foreign, allowed a diminishing of the defeat. Yeah. Plain and simple. And that's the whole premise of this platform. Yeah? We're not taking out the magnifying glass and looking at every comment or period in every sentence of the book. We're trying to get to the meat of it, which is what's the exact nature of the role. Yeah? And we're humbly putting out that it's the act of being identified as self. Now, when people hear that, they now believe they are in, they're doing that act of being identified as self. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the mental state is premising its whole delivery to us as you're in the act of being identified as self already. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm seeing it. Yeah. I am not doing the act of being identified as self. I'm seeing it. I'm aware of it. Yeah. And when I'm aware of it, I don't see me in there doing it. I don't. I don't see any of me doing anything in there. I see the mental state where the problem resides is in the act of being identified as self. That's its, that's its condition. I do not believe that condition is going to get out of that condition. I don't. I do not believe self with tons of knowledge is going to get out of self. I don't. I think... The knowledge can become self-knowledge, which avails us nothing. Yeah? So I'm not doing, I am not identified as self by me. I'm identified as self by the mental state. I am not identified as self by me. I'm identified as self by the mental state. The problem resides in the mind. It does not reside in us. Yeah. If you're religiously devout to the head, the reason and the thinking, 
you are going to be a disciple of the act of being identified as self to the point when nothing is fucking working, you're still gonna try to get out of it as it, yeah? And it's going to fail. And that's its value, hopefully. You finally realize the horse you're trying to rely on to get to where you wanna go is dead, yeah? Dead, it's finished, kaput. <laughs> Whatever life you breathe into it, it's been exhausted, yeah? You've recognized you're fucked and you're now moving on. Yeah. So this is the trick because we believe we're the doer of a lot of stuff we don't do. And when we get information about the exact nature wrong, we again believe we're the doing of it. And who wants to see any more information of us being the doer of shit we don't want to do? Yes, I've had enough illumination. Self can't take it anymore. And it doesn't want to. It really doesn't. It doesn't want to see any more about itself. You have to see it. You, I. Yes? It's gotten, it's gotten friendly with the solution. Yes? If it didn't want to, it put it off for years, but when push came to shove and there was nothing else to do, hey, it started to sleep with the solution. It did, yeah? It's, it's comfy. It's still, it's still activating the bondage of self. It's all right. So it's not as flamboyant as it used to be. You know, it's sort of like a rock star who's in their 70s, you know? probably not going to go on tour and have all the babes rushing this stage. Okay. I'll, I'll put up with that, but I'm just gonna, just gonna bind you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you can reach 12 feet, you only reach eight feet. Yeah. You're just going to be bound by the bondage of self. <laughs> uh, the solution does not lie in self. I'll tell you, I don't believe it. There's no way you can talk to your blue in your face to it. <laughs> this is losing interest in it. Just like it says in the big book of AA around page 63, we lose interest in self. Now, who is that? We, it can't be self. Yeah. When it says, will we lose interest in self? I think it says that. Let me make sure for the, you know, I don't want to miss a word. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Uh, oh, less and less interested in ourselves, our little plans and designs. Yeah. So, who is that that's less interested in ourselves? Who are they talking to? Is it a self? So self is losing interest in self? No. We're something other than self. How can you... If you're the source of interest, how can you gain interest in it? <laughs> you're the source of the interest. So... We lose interest in self. Self doesn't, we do. We, what we are, yeah? 
I don't, there's no describing what we are, but you can describe what you're not. It's, yeah. And that's why the inventory helps you to describe what has defeated you because it has not been you. I do not believe you defeat you. I don't. In this play of this story, it can look like that. In the theater of self, self sometimes acts out like it defeats itself. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. So this is the premise. I didn't hear it in these years of AA. I didn't. That's why we've presented it. Yeah. I'm not trying to put like, you know, you know, a mustache or an orange. Yeah. There's tons of oranges out there. We're attempting to present something that doesn't seem to be readily flowing around here. Yeah. And from a humble recognition of traveling lighter for so long, I, I have a great confidence in the message. Yeah. Because it works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you'll feel the loss of interest in self, not as self. Self will say it. Oh, I'm losing interest in myself. No, you'll lose interest in self. Yeah. It will claim it and say, I'm losing interest in myself. No. You, you, what we are, loses interest in what we're not, truly. Because right now there's way too much interest in what we're not, and it seems to be sufficient to seemingly allow us to forget what we are. Yeah. Forget what I am. Yeah. Seemingly. It appears to be true. It isn't. It never will be. But it can, it can look like it is. Yeah. When you're under the spell of self. Yeah. And I think the spell of self is responding as if it's a report when it says all the time it's in the act of being identified as self, you have a feeling that it's you, yes? That's a feeling. Feelings are not facts. Yeah. Right underneath that feeling is the sense of I am. And that ain't have, doesn't have a name called Paul or Nina or anyone else. It's I am, it's where we're joined at the mystical hip. Yes, all of us. Yeah, so that's a point for me. Cause I'll tell you, uh, you know, if you're on, if you're following this stream, the most water would be probably at be at the source. Yes, the source. So why not go there? Get to the exact nature of the role. Do an inventory, five minutes. Instead of looking at them as my resentments, look at them as a resentment, yeah? This is not about you're gonna be, have a resentment-free life. No, but you'll be free of resentment, yes. The head will see things and it will provoke a resentment you'll be free of that resentment because you won't call it yours. That's the freedom. The freedom is not, nothing happens, I'm in la-la land, no anxiety, no false evidence being presented as real. That continues, but you lose interest in it, yeah? So instead of getting sucked into that screen of information and narration, you're seeing a bigger picture, which actually puts a, a a right sizeness on that screen, yeah? It can't do it itself, but it can be reduced. 
yeah? When we lose interest in it, it gets reduced. Now the craziness will may stay up here. It won't be tattooing your life by compelling action anymore. Yes. And after a while, the craziness has com comedic value. It's sort of hilarious, really. It is. It just doesn't get it. And it's never going to get it. <laughs> it doesn't have the possibility of it. Yeah. It sees everything filled with itself. That's what it does. It's all about you. <laughs> it's not what recovers. We recover from it. It does not recover. We recover from it. Yeah? This is not a self rehab. <laughs> it's a. <laughs> So, yeah, you know what it is? It's sort of like that. And we've surrendered to harm reduction because it's obvious this ain't going to fucking work. So let's, let's, uh, let's lower our sights and just, I'm not fucking up like I used to. Okay, <laughs> there you go. I mean, Jesus, what a win. Yeah. <laughs> My last jail stay was only three days instead of seven days. Progress. <laughs> yeah, yes, but hey, <laughs> this isn't about self getting free. It's about freedom from it. Yeah, that implies there's a you, you know, <laughs> that seems to be identified with shit you can see. I would say the unseen aspect of us is what we are. And the seeming seen presentation of us is what we're not. Yeah. It would be nice if that weight got shifted a little with a little more interest in what you are and a little less interest in what you're not. And we have come to a very clear conclusion, self can't produce that effect. Because if self tries to lose interest in self, it's interest in self. You can't, you can't get it. If that which is playing God vows to quit playing God, that's playing God. You can't, you know, it doesn't work. It's not personal. It just doesn't work. So here you go. There's a solution. Yeah. All right, Mike. Thanks. Thanks for letting me rant. Yeah. No, of course, Paul. You make things so clear to me anyway. Because my, my head confuses this stuff. I think there's a yeah. whole bunch of stuff you can do. And it will. It's going yeah. to. That's yeah. the point. This isn't about watching its rehabilitation. It isn't. You recognize it's incapable of truly rehabilitating. It's a failed system. Yeah. It wasn't it because of you, Michael, that it became failed. It's a failed system. It's not reliable to, yes. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah. You don't, you're not the main ingredient of the failed system. To the failed system, you are the main ingredient. You what gives it a, the ability to produce effects and shine light on its little fucking play. Yeah. You are essential. Yeah. But you are not doing what it says you're doing. Yes. The freedom isn't like what you think. 
because people are going to get very disappointed when they have a blissful six hours and then the head kicks in again. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're going to be because there's a misunderstanding. They believe they've had a sufficient enough experience never to do what self does again. And yet self keeps doing it because it's not you. Yeah. Your, your recovery is not self's recovery. You're recovering from self. It's different completely. It's very different. Yeah. So you see the futility of trying to turn a Toyota into a Rolls Royce. You know, it doesn't work. Okay, great. So you finally admit, I'm never going to be a Rolls Royce. Thank God. Yeah, fantastic. You'll do a lot better being a Toyota. Who leaves their Rolls Royce out in the rain? You, then you got to have a garage. Then you got to have the right size of the garage. Da, 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 da. Toyota, fuck it. You know, just put gas in, oil, goes. <laughs> I had a Toyota pickup. I couldn't kill it. I couldn't. Got over 300 something thousand. Could not kill the thing. Yeah. It just kept going. <laughs> yeah. So it. I'm so happy to be here and uh, you're going to feel it the way you're going to feel it. I'm saying it the way this is said from here, but you're going to feel it the way you feel it. And you're going to get used to feeling the freedom from self. You're going to recognize. It. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what can stop it really? Self can't. It has to have you in its glove to do anything. If you are removed, self is just, it doesn't have the power it once had because it would never had the power. It was your power being given over to it. Now the higher power is reclaiming it and putting it somewhere else. And now you're gonna be the benefit and others are gonna be the benefit. Yeah, it's a win-win. It's not a win-lose thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, Mike. Thanks. So, so when I went through this exercise and, and I did the, the, you know, the five little resentments and I, and I shared them and I was asked, so who is that I behind there? And, and, you know, I'll, I'll admit, you know, I didn't, I, not that I didn't understand the question, but I didn't, I didn't get anywhere with that, you know? And yes. then my three hour ride home, it dawned on me that there's nothing, there's it, it didn't produce anything because there's nothing there. There you go. Yes. And then I was like, oh, okay. And then I had a great ride home. Yes. This is what happens. You, you don't step out as the mental logic. You step out from the mental logic. And now you see things differently. Yeah. And it triggers a knowing that's always been there, like an unsuspecting inner resource. And then hopefully, that knowing starts compelling actions to, to, to refeed it, yeah? It seeks water and other things differently than the other fucking insatiable appetite of selfie, which is you know, usually driven by obsessing over shit that's not happening, yeah? This get, gets fed in other ways. It's sort of like with service, yeah? 
you you leave the orbit of self and then you get fed in that that space of availability and presence yes and it starts having an impact after a while and now instead of you know answering the cell's bell to food because you're always fucking empty seemingly after it you're actually getting nourished by your experiences yes yeah it's beautiful really because we're starving in a lot of ways yeah yeah we are the action figure to drive well you know like the toyota oil gas transmission fluid but action figures need a sense of purpose most of them they need a feeling of connection they need to feel like they belong and this is we we get from the community of recovery you get all of those needs not even really vaguely understood fulfilled and then you feel it and you go wow i didn't know i felt that alone yes because the head was denying tons of shit now you can you don't need all that denial yeah and you can just judge the fucking tree by the fruit yeah so i remember it was like being thought out when i started going to aa i was so fucking frozen yeah none of my needs were being met it was just a mental fucking uh orgy yeah it was like paul doing dallas and being done by dallas it was just unbelievable and i was just fucking all i needed was a nice hello from someone yeah yeah it's incredible so we were starved starved and when we wrote out our list when we gave it to the self to shop for us and it got us the same shit over and over again it's described very well in tibetan buddhism it pictures selfing or that urge or drive as a a huge character with a very huge belly but a small mouth they call it the hungry ghost it can never get fucking enough yeah addiction is in many forms it's not just the surface level of doing drugs and or eating too much there's so much underlying it yeah and that's the real addiction which is the head's addiction to self that's the that's the the fucking super wide river and then we're sort of dealing with currents on the surface like active drug addiction and shit thinking oh but really yeah I really believe the original addiction is the mental state's addiction to this idea of being self. I do. And it's really advanced to the point we think we are self. It's sort of like me doing so much coke to a point that I started thinking I was coke, cocaine. Who and I did tons of coke. I never even got close to that condition. I feel we start from there. <laughs> I tell you the truth. I think many of us start from we're identified with the drug we're not but there's an identification with the drug we're living as if we're cocaine and then we try to do all this shit to get relief from cocaine as cocaine where the real relief is you're not cocaine yeah <laughs> yeah so <clears throat> there you go all right Paul thank you so much uh Chris you have your hand up would you like to ask Paul a question yeah, sure. Hey, hi, guy. Hi, everyone. Hey, Paul. 
Where's Paul? Right here, I think. Oh, there you are. Yes. Uh, first of all, I just want to thank you for these satsangs. They've they've made a big difference in my quote unquote life. Okay. It's just been a general lightening <laughs> of everything. Um, I've never been like a quote unquote spiritual person. I've never been to any other satsang other than this. I've never gone on meditation retreats. I kind of have a probably an overreaction to any kind of that kind of like stagecraft when people talk really slowly. But I just had this experience the other day. I'm only saying all that so that you know I, <laughs> I had this experience when I woke up. I was dreaming. In my dream, I was looking at myself, my my body, myself. And uh, I woke up and have had such complete certainty that that wasn't me. I guess absolute certainty that all of the qualities that that person has are not qualities of me. I, I can't say it was, I want to say it was like I was looking at another person, <laughs> but, but it wasn't because it was me. It was very strange. And so lately, <laughs> I've noticed, you know, I just had to make a big decision in my life Sunday. And uh, normally I would, I would be crazy about it for days. I would be writing in my journal. I'd be freaking out. And this was just like, I'm going to make the, the, I was more like the, the decision's going to happen tomorrow. It's going to happen. Some, some, something in me is going to make this decision. So it's just going to happen. And it actually doesn't really matter at all what it is, because I have no idea which decision would really be better. But I know what's really bad is stewing over it forever. So this decision just kind of happened. <laughs> Some good things fell from it. And uh, I've never really cruised through a life change like that before. So not really a question, but just a, a big thank you. Well, thank you, bro. And there, that's described right in the third step area where it says you will learn that you can face life successfully. So there you yeah. go. Life sometimes has a lot to do with decision. So you now learned you can face life successfully. So an old pattern is being reversed and a new pattern is being grooved. Yeah. This is yeah. the pro this is a program of recovery. The fear of making the wrong decision becomes its own entire nightmarish story. Well, the head uses it as a platform for obsession with self a lot of the time. So the importance, not to underplay the importance of a decision in one's life, but because there's that vibe of importance, the self claims it and really can run away with it. And then just uh, use that importance to just uh, verify more obsession with self. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. when I look looking around like it's looking for opportunities all the time, once it gets like a, it's like fishing and you get that's a big marlin, man. It yeah, it gets into <laughs> it. It gets into it big time. Yeah. And then uh, because see, if you look at the activity in a pattern, the obsessions with self are a way of reinforcing the identification as self. 
Yeah. And because you're not self, the head has to constantly be looking for opportunities to reinforce the identification because there's a real fear in it that it's going to lose you. And so it uses an obsession over these things because it's not the thing that you're obsessing over, it's you. It's, it looks like the way it's presented, oh, I'm obsessing over this decision, but it's really you that's being obsessed over. Yeah. yeah, because you're not obsessing over my decisions unless they have any seeming effect on you. So it's you, really. And so it's just nice to start recognizing what's actually happening. I saw I saw yeah. through it and I, I don't want to use other people's words, but the best way I could describe it is part of me is like, well, who who are you? Who am I worrying about? Who am I trying to keep safe and protect? And I realized what I was trying to keep safe was a story. Yes. All right. That's awesome, bro. This would That's be a bad matter. event in the story. And so, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's going to go a long, long way. Yeah. I saw right through that. Yeah. It's great. That's, uh, but it is relentless because the head just comes back and goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not getting off that easily. You, <laughs> you, yes, can't live it's without. relentless <laughs> in a certain field, but you have a relentlessness that, something that's always there can only have and that's you yeah so you are truly relentless self <laughs> seems to be relentless because it's trying to catch up which you can never override because yeah. there are so many times when you get exhausted at your it's just here all the time here no matter how far you think you went you always go back to here yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and to me, that's the greatest, the greater force. Yeah. So talk about relentless. It never stops. <laughs> it's so just so taken it for granted. Pressure. So you don't even know. it. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's truly relentless. So to be on that relentless side, you're going to win out on the <laughs> other relentless side. Yes. Yeah. It's just so taken yeah. for granted. Well, a lot of times the best we can do is just don't do anything. Don't just chill out because things, you know, this too shall pass. That's one of the greatest statements in our recover our community. Yeah? yeah. If you if you don't, you know, stick your fucking finger in the mix, the pie's gonna come out of the oven. You know, it's yeah. gonna show up sooner That yeah? and the and the, the give unto Caesar thing. It's like, yeah. you know, hey, hey, you know, sometimes I need to have a chocolate milk and eat a box of Cheez Its. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm not I mean, a spiritual you know i'm not an enlightened being i i need salt <laughs> great yeah yeah see again you know the head uh triggers you know through right and wrong the head triggers a lot of fucking obsession yeah. i shouldn't yeah. be having these cravings if i'm i know <laughs> it's only you that having these cravings it's like Other it's people, it's... yeah, but me, I'm called <laughs> to a higher, a higher purpose. It's just obsessing with something. You it know really, I mean? it really is. If you could really get a sense that no one in my neighborhood is looking at me through some fucking binoculars, <laughs> they could care less <laughs> what's happening at eight two eight Wilmack M. <laughs> they, they have less interest in even needs less interest. <laughs> so you're roaming around looking at leaves it's not a big the whole 
the whole axis of the universe is depending on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really amazing. Yeah. So it's amazing when you start seeing the the layers or the flavors of self-obsession. A lot of them you didn't think that was self-obsession. Yeah. Yeah. You start recognizing a lot more. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny. It's humorous. It's like a character in a TV show that is one dimensional. <laughs> If you're waiting for other people to amuse you, you bet you're going to be waiting too long, maybe. You got to start becoming <laughs> your own source of amusement. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I don't crack jokes for Amelia. I do it. Yeah. I'm the audience. I just, uh, she has, she's so over my meanderings. She just doesn't want to follow me through my little thing, but she just, you know, I enjoy it. Reminds it. Me there's this old Russian fairy tale where this husband and wife are arguing about something. The husband says it's one and the wife says it's two. No, it's one. No, it's two. They argue, they argue, they're fighting. They're out on the ice. They're still fighting. The wife falls through the ice and she's drowning. And the last thing she does is sticks her hand up with two fingers. It's just to be like, that's still what all that the most important thing. Yeah. She's about to die. And that's what's funny about these voices. It's like, it doesn't matter. It just—it's like a record, and it just—it's like a loop. It just—it yes. doesn't matter what's happening. Yes, that's why. If you see the pattern in the beginning, it will match the pattern in the end. <laughs> yeah, it's—it's it's, it's, uh, it's not an infinite uh, string of patterns. It's a limited, yeah. finite set of patterns that just keep duplicating. It's like five thoughts. <laughs> it really yeah, is. You're right. It, especially through the inventory you you start seeing it and then uh you'll now when you see it in the inventory you'll start seeing it in the you know the actual events i need to and do I'm the a inventory. real believer in uh catching shit coming right out of the oven if you can because yeah. if it's been out for a week it's something <laughs> it's something else probably so yeah and that's Thank why you. i love step six and seven I need to look, I need to do the inventory. No, you don't. Just, just do it. Okay. <laughs> you just said okay. Never mind. Yeah. I want to give I someone else a chance to. But just do it. The need doesn't have to jump in there. Okay, I will do the inventory. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> Five minutes. Thanks, yeah. Paul. My resentment. Forty years. This <laughs> 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 too I mean. That's not a an anomaly. That's the pattern. What it what? My resentment is heavy. Resentment is lighter. Yeah. That's the pattern. They don't switch yeah. seats. Yeah. My resentment doesn't become lighter. And resentment yeah. Yeah. doesn't become heavier. Yeah. My resentment yeah. is pretty much more <laughs> to be heavier than resentment. It's like my <laughs> my five dollars and five dollars are both five dollars. Exactly, <laughs> but the meaning is totally different. Yeah. And we travel subjectively. Yeah. We travel based on meaning. Most of yeah. us. Yes. That, that, that's actually amazing when you realize that nothing has any meaning except what we give it. Exactly. So knowing that, do you want it to be self that gives it the meaning? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've had enough of that, haven't you? I swear. You think I absolutely have, but it. I still wonder where meaning comes from without that because it's so... uh, don't worry about that just see okay. that see that and hey yeah 
yeah. I can find meaning in chocolate, maybe. It just don't go, don't <laughs> meander in there. Just get to the point and then see what happens. You'll okay. travel. Yeah. Okay, Paul. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. Yeah. That's my humble suggestion, yeah. Why? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Why? Why not? <laughs> well, because it's me. Who's this me? Uh, uh, me. Who's this me? You won't find anyone there. That's who you are. You're just a fucking brilliant space, let's say. Yeah, with everything. What? what? Yeah. Remember the people have an idea of freedom, which is I get to do everything I want. Really, freedom to me is doing what you don't want to do. <laughs> You know, you're free yeah. to do what you don't want to do. You <laughs> don't have to do what you want. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't, you know, you've learned uh, getting what you want all the time isn't really usually that no. good. Yeah, no, so basically, yeah, you've come to your senses, hopefully, and you learn to, you know, that you can deal with life successfully. Yeah. Yeah, how do you do that? Yeah. Well, I think it's good to see what you're not. And, the and there's a difference between living and a, an interpretation of living. There is. Yeah. Mm. You can live with an interpretation, but you, if you live as an interpretation, you're missing living. But you can live with an interpretation because living is the basis. But if you're living an interpretation obsessively, you're not, the living is neutered, yes? Yeah. But you can live with an interpretation. You're going to yeah. get a narrative. But if the narrative is all you get, yeah. 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 This is the this is the subtlety of the relief. Is the narrative continues, but you have a predominant sense of living first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Instead yeah. of having the living denied and just living an interpretation or a narrative. It's that yeah, like the the narrative is smaller and it's like inside me as opposed to me being inside it. Yes, exactly. So, and we can't cause that downsizing. The self can't get out of self. So yeah. you have to recognize because most people, they recognize something, but they don't recognize what keeps that something going. So they mm. try to get out of self as self. And then hopefully that has failed them. And now they've recognized the two aspects, recognition and then recognition. And now there's a relief there. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not going into seminars all day trying to convince self not to do something at work. I've just lost interest in it. Yeah. 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 I mean, when it says big news of the day, I don't tune, <laughs> I don't tune in. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard it's big news. We're out of milk. <laughs> it's a disaster. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> the store is only open another half hour. It's just uh, so therefore the, you lose interest really. And of course, when here in this is a dualistic expression. Yeah. So when you lose interest in something, you gain interest in other. Yeah. It's not just a losing interest. The losing interest is on the other side of the coin is a gaining interest. So you lose interest in self, and then you gain interest in what you can contribute to life. They explain it in the book. 
that's a principle here. Yeah. Yeah. This is a dualistic event. So when you lose interest, interest in something, you gain interest in something else. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah? It's brilliant. So the interest is the same. What it's going to trigger is based on what it's in or out of. Yeah. See, there's interest in one thing and there is interest in the other thing. The two things can be completely different, but the interest is the same. So the interest is the key. Yeah. So you lose interest in self and you gain interest in what? Living, let's say. Yeah. 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 And it's more it's and for some of us i i have great confidence that you'll find it much more rewarding you will no, really, i already yeah, have actually you'll find life much more real and no matter how small or whatever your life is it will be quite rewarding yeah because you know, you're so living, much more to be living you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's like instead of having your whole life be like taking care of a two-year-old baby every, you know 24 7 now you've got the whole rest of the world and other people's interests and needs and it makes oh, yeah. you bigger yeah. it's like you know coming out of the ass of self it's nice i want to let someone else have a chance paul yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't want to monopolize you uh you didn't monopolize anything i appreciate no it yeah Thank you, Chris. Appreciate that. Um, I don't see any other hands up. Does anybody have a question for Paul today or comment that they'd like to make? Please feel free to use the raise hand feature. We can say goodbye. Or we can say goodbye. Yeah. All right, Paul, whatever you'd like to well, do. First, if you're interested, uh, we'll be here again today at 4.30 Pacific time. You can get into that Zoom through the website under then bit slap events yeah so if you want another pounding another beating come on yeah yeah you want to go 16 rounds let's go 16 rounds yeah you're already knocked out to begin with that's the good news yeah all right so mike nice thank you for all your service bro thank everyone you, yeah I got to sit down and read the book that people made on the retreat. Very nice, the pictures and everything. Kerry, nice to be, you were a big part of that. It was very nice, yeah. You know that relief you get when they talk about you're in the lifeboat and the ship has gone down. And then there's a great camaraderie in the joy of living also. Is That comes, yeah. That's on the plate also, that's on the menu. I feel like we really had a lot of that when we were in Italy together as a group, yeah? The group produced a lot of incredible effects, very, very nice, or actually, you know, was used to produce effect. So Jack G, nice to see you, Jack. You're getting uh, thinner, you're looking, um, yeah. Nice outdoor to see you, you're ready. You're ready for outdoor magazines. Yes, there you go. Nice to see you. Marlin fishing off the coast of Maine. There's no marlin off of Maine, though, but whatever. All right, thank you, boo. We got uh, Ted. Ted is a, a good old friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah, nice to see you, Ted. Yeah. Tom in Weldon, uh, Waldron, whatever. Nice to see you, Tom. 
Alex, as always, feeling better physically. Yeah, great, great. Uh, we got Samuel J. Nice to see you, Samuel. Always a pleasure, your little laughing face. It's good. Yeah. Joseph, as always, somewhere in France. That's all I know. We got Gail. Oh, Gail, now the hair has gone all the way. Yeah. That was cool. It was like watching a flower, sort of the bud and then and then the boom. Yeah, very cool. Thank you for allowing that presentation to occur over these few weeks. Yeah. We got Virginia, Virginia H. Nice to see you. I think I've Virginia has been here before. Yes. Yeah. Nice to see you, Virginia. We got uh, Ka, a Carrie from Savannah. A call. <laughs> nice to see you, Carl. I haven't seen you so much. It's been great to have a, a temporary dosh on of Carl. Sweet call. Nice to see you. We got uh, Kathy L. Is this Kathy? Yes, Kathy L. Nice to see you. Bill Churchman and Kathleen. Very nice to see the two. I had the pleasure of meeting them live in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Nina, as always, she was with us there. Thank always. you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank you for the knockout punch. I always need a good hit to the head. Yeah, it's a pleasure. <laughs> I find no no uh, pleasure in it. Just no. a little, a little spiritual like uh, sadism. <laughs> not bad so we got uh richie w nice to see you richie from uh mexico hey annette from the pennsylvania area i bet annette in the doylestown also we'll be going back to doylestown i hope you know if i'm alive or anything <laughs> in the spring we'll probably show up there uh we got Al from Vegas. I've heard that he's from Long Beach, Long Island. Wow. I'm a, I spent a lot of time in Long Beach. Deborah, always nice to see you. Unknown user. That's the way to go. I'm an unknown user. Uh, Annette. Oh, Annette's always, oh, yes, yeah. Kathleen, I said hello already. Bruce, Lucas. Elysio, King Baby, Senna, Oliver, Miranda, Roman. There he is. We've we've survived Roman, seemingly. Yes, that's awesome. Uh, let's see if I didn't get any everybody. Uh, is Kathy L new? Hmm? Kathy L, are you new? Yes, I'm new. I'm a recovered alcoholic. Oh, Kathy. Well, thank you. Welcome. See you, Kathy. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll see you again. We're here Tuesdays and Thursdays for a for recovery. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks. Hope you have a great day. And uh, some of you, I hope to see at four thirty Pacific time. And uh, if not. 
I'll see you soon. Adios. Thanks, Paul.